Hi there, this is Watchin, and you are now listening to the I Choose the Ladder podcast, a podcast for Black women on the corporate climb. Today's episode is a special episode. It is our office hours, and we are talking about preparing for your year-end reviews. I'm super excited about this because it comes up a lot in conversation. So our guest for today is Jay Brown, and Jay is the HR business partner for U.S. Wealth at BMO Harris Bank. In this role, she serves as a trusted advisor, providing strategic insight and collaborative support to the U.S. wealth management business across all aspects of HR, including employee relations, diversity and inclusion, recruitment and staffing, compensation, talent review, organization design, workforce planning, and learning and career development. In addition, Jay serves as a national chair for BMO's Black Professionals Network U.S. Enterprise Resource Group. Prior to this role, Jay served as a diversity recruitment advisor in North America for BMO Financial Group. Before joining BMO, Jay worked in the insurance industry and held various roles spanning talent acquisition, diversity and inclusion, and client management. Jay holds both an MBA and a dual BS degree in human resource management and general management from the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Additionally, Jay has her PHR and SHRM-CP designation. Jay also serves as the workshop chair for the Chicago Society for HR Management. She's a 2020 Chicago Urban League Impact program fellow as well as a proud recipient of the 2018 Wall Street in the Black Future Leader and 2016 Chicago Scholars 35 Under 35 Award. Jay lives in Chicago with her husband and her daughter. As you'll see through this office hours, we go through a lot of detail on what you should be thinking about. So get a notebook, get a pen, and get ready to prepare for your review. Okay, Jay. I'm super excited that we are finally here recording our monthly office hours. And today I chose you to come and talk about um, how people can prepare for their um, end of the year reviews. Because what I found is that most people are not preparing in a way that helps them leave those meetings feeling empowered, feeling like they got what they needed, feeling like they were heard. And since you've been doing this work for a really long time, I Mm -hmm. thought that like, you can make it digestible for people. You can make it actionable. Um, and you actually love this stuff, which is I do. fascinating. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself, um, you know, like what you do, why you love this stuff so much. Yes. So I, I am the HR business partner for BMO Wealth Management, which for those um, primarily in Chicago or in the U.S. is BMO Harris Bank. But myself and my team support about a thousand employees, and we work pretty much primarily with the senior leadership team of this division, but we also support their employees with really all things HR. So think compensation and benefits, talent acquisition, diversity and inclusion, performance management, like we're talking tonight. Um, so all, it, all things HR. Uh, in order to make sure that we're helping the business meet their specific strategies for their people. So, yeah, I've been doing this for over 12 years. Okay. Um, in HR space exclusively for over 12 years, um, three years in this particular role. But I do love this work. I actually love career development conversations. I have lots of um, peer mentor and uh, youth mentor opportunities. And uh, to your point, I do think that 
one of the things that we spend the least amount of time on is ourselves and making sure that we are valued and that we are also articulating our impact um, to the work that that we're doing. So, yeah. Got it. So we got some um, community uh, submitted questions. We're going to go through those first. Um, Mm -hmm. But if there are things on there that you're like, oh, we should probably cover this, let me know. It's it's totally fine. So the first question that we got says, when I'm asked what I think went well this year, what kinds of things matter to share? Like what what should be top of the list? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll lean back in on the word impact. So it's very, very important that you demonstrate your impact in the role to the team in support of the a project of your project manager, you lead projects like you really want to demonstrate that you have added value and that you've had an impact in achieving the results or objectives, goals, um, et cetera, for that group. So I think it's really important to come forward with facts, with with data, with examples of leading this project and in leading this project, it yielded X, um, where you've been involved on different committees and there's been successes there, like listing those successes out. It can be anything from um, volunteer work that you've done, as well as the work that you've done specifically with the department. Mm-hmm. So, but the facts and examples are really, really important. A lot of times we just talk about, oh, you know, I've done this that, and the other and it's kind of loosey-goosey, but it's really important to come be prepared to talk about what you've done. This is your time to really um, brag and, like I said, just demonstrate your, your impact to the team. And I think one of the <laughs> things that we hear a lot is about how Black women, we don't like to brag, right? Like we want to right. be kind of that humble, you know, we get it done, we're known to be hard workers. And so what you're saying is like, that's not the place for it. Like the humility right. in the review is like, it's time to showcase all right. the extra times that you raised your hand for things that were above and beyond and also the things that were part of your core job. That's right. This is the opportunity to do that. And when you come with facts and data, I mean, really not... A lot of times can you argue with facts, you know, and, and when you have supporting data behind it. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is the time to do that. Um, next question is how much of the conversation should be led by the boss versus the employee going into it? Yeah. So um, I really reflected on this question. I thought this was a good question because I've actually heard many different scenarios where it's been only led by the employee or only led by um, the manager and actually a, a really good uh, year-end or performance review conversation is a two-way dialogue. So not only are you as the employee coming forward with the examples with how you've achieved the goals and objectives, but the manager also is, is commenting on how you have done those things as well. Also talking about your strengths and and you doing that, but then also the manager doing that as well as areas of opportunity mm. where there might have been some gaps. And gaps are really things that you just have not had the opportunity to um, refine or to build upon, or sometimes you don't even know. There might be just a knowledge gap because you haven't been exposed to that. Mm-hmm. Development areas may be things or skills or experiences that you need to, to build out a little bit more. Maybe there's something that 
um, from a development perspective, you you just need a little bit more experience there, right? Mm-hmm. But unless you all are having a two-way dialogue and really talking through those things, how are you going to know? How are you going to know what your blind spots are or how are you going to know um, what those areas of opportunity the manager may believe that you have um, that may align with what you think, but sometimes they don't align. And so mm-hmm. unless you're having that two-way dialogue, you all are going in different directions. Mm. So I think a two-way conversation is uh, the expectation of your year-end or performance review. So with that, though, I think part of the reason that people get so nervous about um, reviews is because sometimes the, the feedback may not be positive, right? That two-way conversation. And so what's your advice to employers, no, employees on mm-hmm. how to handle tough feedback? Yeah, so... And I know this is easier said than done. Trust me, I, I have to remind myself as well. But feedback is a gift. So even when it is constructive, that is an opportunity for you to lean in on courses or um, even other people that may be really strong in that particular area Or sometimes it's just that you haven't had an opportunity to do whatever that thing is that's brought up. And Mm -hmm. so it it can also give you an opportunity to showcase that. Mm -hmm. There's been many times I've talked to employees where a manager has said, this is uh, like you didn't do X, Y, and Z well, or I've heard feedback about this, that, and the other. And that employee was actually prepared to say, oh, you know, actually I did, I demonstrated that through this this and this like they're able to actually advocate for themselves Mm -hmm. Um, but the only way you're gonna grow and develop is if you again know about those blind spots or know about those areas of opportunity that you might have Mm -hmm. so I say receive it um it should be given in a respectful manner. Now, we'll say, you know, make sure, you know, um, you, you do have to speak up for yourself and all of that. But I've heard different scenarios over the course of my career where it hasn't necessarily been delivered in a respectful manner. That is where me, myself, will close my book and we'll have to finish this conversation later. And that's actually OK, too. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to just take some time, I'm going to process this feedback that you've given to me mm-hmm. and then. I'd like to set up time for us to to go back through it mm. but just remember it's it is a gift it's something that's going to benefit you because it could be an area like I said that's a blind spot that once you zero in on that or you close that you can be taken off in a whole different you know direction so mm-hmm. whose responsibility is it to bring up the raise like a raise in your um in your review so I know this happened recently. A friend of mine went into a meeting with her boss mm-hmm. that that was going to be part of the topic of conversation. And all they talked about was compensation for her staff, but not her specifically. And mm-hmm. so whose responsibility is it to bring up the money conversation in the reviews? Yeah, so I honestly, I know different companies have different cultures. And so it's obviously very important for you to sort of zero in on what that that culture is. Mm -hmm. But because you are in a position to advocate for yourself, if that piece doesn't come up, it's perfectly appropriate for you to ask, you know, or or thank thank them for the feedback. But then also, you know, with that, is there 
an opportunity for us to explore my compensation or Mm -hmm. when will we have the conversation about my compensation? Because I'll tell you, um, just as as an example, in my organization, we, um, it's a, a bit convoluted, but we will encourage managers to have the performance conversation. So the first step is actually the employee doing their self-assessment or their self-evaluation. Again, that's when you brag, when you um, list out your examples, all of that. And then the next conversation with the manager is actually having that two-way dialogue. Mm. But dialogue there's no conversation around compensation because behind the scenes all of the the recommendations around promotions increases in salary bonuses things like that equity are being approved by our board so then the next conversation so it's almost like you have two or three conversations that final conversation is where compensation will be discussed and as i understand it just talking with peers that's similar in some other organizations, mm-hmm. but other, it's all, you know, part of that, that same discussion. So if it doesn't come up and if you don't know sort of how those conversations or the order that those conversations happen, et cetera, then it is, like I said, perfectly appropriate to ask, you know, when we will talk about my compensation. Once you get like, they're saying, blah, 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 here's the compensation. Is there room mm-hmm. for negotiation doing that thing? Or typically, is, it is what it is. No, it's always room. I Listen, always room for negotiation. Um, as my father says, you don't know unless you ask. And there's mm-hmm. typically three answers. Yes, no, let me take this away and think about it and come back to you. So there's always, I think it's always appropriate to ask, um, inquire even how they got to the number. Mm-hmm. And then if you have another number in your head, like you've done your research, I mean, now come with your research, you know, have that in your back pocket. Like what's the market pain? Um, you can get that on like Glassdoor, Indeed, salary.com. Those are all good, you know, sources for external data. Um, but you do that, uh, do the thought or the thought process or the research behind the scenes, have that in your back pocket. And then, yeah, if that number doesn't sound right, inquire how they got there mm-hmm. and see if they're asked if there is like, I'm, I was actually expecting this because of XYZ. Yes. That is the time to, to bring it up. Have that conversation. Okay. Um, are people supposed to go into their reviews with their goals already set for next year? Or is it a conversation that is had during your review in partnership with your boss? Yeah, that's another great question. And that also (coughs) can depend on the organizational culture that you're in as well. Um, The way that some organizations do it, and I'll include my organization in that, is that that performance review is really about the year in review. We're really looking at the goals that were set for, say, you know, 2019 and how I achieved or did not achieve those specific goals. Then there's a secondary conversation that would be about 2020 goals, if you will. Now, sometimes it does come into the conversation, especially if we're talking about things that you want to work on going forward. And they're, you know, they make sense for the role and all of that. Mm -hmm. It's it's definitely um, good to bring it up just as, you know, giving thought to it. Mm -hmm. I think that that's perfectly fine. But what I also think is really good is that 
as an employee, you think about personal goals that you have for yourself based Mm -hmm. on the success or, um, again, the areas of opportunity that you had for that year. Like, be prepared with that. You should have a point of view. But then a lot of times it's going to be in partnership with the manager at the appropriate time, either part of that conversation or likely another conversation Mm -hmm. because they're receiving goals from the department head or the top of the house or the line of business, whatever it is. And then those are being filtered or, or tailored to your specific role or department, but have a perspective based on the responsibilities of your role mm-hmm. and, you know, and be prepared to have, have that in your back. You can have that in your back pocket, mm-hmm. but your review really should be primarily focused on the past year and what you've mm-hmm. done you know, what you've done. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, If there is support that someone needs from their manager, Mm -hmm. how do they share that in the review without seeming like they are complaining about the manager's skill set, abilities and all of those types of things? Yeah, I like this question because that that is a um, that's sometimes can be a tricky one. But honestly, you can approach it as, these are um, the areas that I want to focus on for this year. And so I would love your support manager in addressing area ABC. Okay. Can we work together to figure out how I can, um, and I'm just making these examples up, but um, be a part of Project X. So that I can build out these skills. Um, Are there folks that you know that you might recommend that I can spend some time with, either from a coaching or mentor perspective? Mm -hmm. Um, I know that you're, you know, part of these meetings or you have this expertise. Can we spend some time really drilling in on those things? So it's 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 asking for their support and their help on things that are going to help you develop and contribute to the team Mm -hmm. and not necessarily you're not helping me with xyz it's more how can you support me and getting experience access exposure to whatever Mm -hmm. and you know if they don't have that expertise themselves then hopefully they'll connect you with somebody that you know, that can, or even put for the examples, like a project or a meeting, can you shadow on a meeting or whatever it is, like you give examples too, um, then that also, again, makes it, it doesn't make it like a contentious or um, an accusatory, you know, type conversation. It's more you're seeking their support mm-hmm. as your partner. That's part of their role is mm-hmm. to support you and connect you with resources if they don't have them you know, that that's what they're there for to be um, part of their role as a manager is to support you. So Mm. if I think I'm a better fit for a different department in the company, how do I bring that up during my review? Yeah. Oh, that one is a good (laughs) one too. (laughs) You know, so um, again, I, I go back to the your development plan or your career aspirations and so when you are approaching that conversation about you know wanting to go over to this other department like why you know what what are the experiences that you're looking for that you feel maybe this other department might be able to give you so sort of 
establishing honestly a business case for why, like these are the things that I'm interested in. And through my time in this role or through interacting with this department, I'm assuming there's been interaction with the department. So that's why you know that that might be a better fit, but Mm -hmm. through those interactions, um, you know, I'd like to get closer to this type of experience. Can you help me with, you know, making those connections, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't, sometimes that's a good, you got, you got to feel the temperature out, you know, with the, the review. Sometimes it's good for it to be part of that conversation. Other times it might be a secondary conversation, you know, yeah. again, depends on what the vibe is. Um, but if you can scope out like why, you know, you um, feel that you might be a better fit for this other department or, or why the experiences may be more beneficial to you, I think you lead with that. It's an honest um, conversation and it's advocating for yourself. And it, if it's still within the organization, that's actually a good thing because we're still retaining the talent. Mm-hmm. We're just leveraging them in a different space. Mm. So, but but fill it out to see if it needs to happen in that conversation or another conversation. Got it. Um, so this is a two-part question. So okay. first, what are a couple of things that you've seen people do that have made reviews really impactful? And mm-hmm. what are a couple of things that you've seen people do that have really derailed mm-hmm. a review? Yes. Okay. So um, in terms of positive, um, positive or impactful conversation, it's definitely been coming with your proof points, like your data, your examples, et cetera. So when an employee sits down and, you know, if they're fortunate to have goals or again, they've established these goals for themselves. And I'm hoping that conversations have happened over the course of the year. Sometimes I know that is not the case, but when you're able to, again, bring forward your accomplishments, um, projects that you've completed, et cetera, and so forth, that is actually the start of a really great you know, conversation potentially because you're prepared, you're coming in prepared for that. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, of course, again, it's the manager also being, you know, armed with examples and all of that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you're, you're leading from a place of, again, facts and and data, if you will, in both directions. Mm -hmm. Where it's been derailed is when, um, there's not an openness to constructive feedback. And I actually mean that in either direction, because sometimes it's, you know, you are sharing with the manager, like these are some things that I would like support on or wanted support on, or, or if you all have um, had a completely different perspective about obviously the same project or, um, you know, the same responsibility, whatever it is Mm -hmm. that can um, be a tricky situation again, but leading on, leading on those facts and those proof points again is important. Um, but when there's uh, defensiveness, like immediately you come in with defensiveness and I don't mean that just for employees. I mean, anyone, whoever's in the room. Mm-hmm. And then also I've seen it derail when we, when the person immediately comes in and like, this is, and this has happened. This is what I want. This is the salary that I want. This is the bonus that I want. And literally the paper was slid over to the manager. Yeah. Yes. And because now this was already sort of a contentious type, you know, relationship. So that's actually why I was in the room to witness it. Mm I was like, no, 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 no. Let's start this over. Let's start this over. Let's put this 
this is important. So we're going to come to this, but let's, let's build up to why mm-hmm. are advocating for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So I say, go in with the facts, um, go in with your examples of your accomplishments and such, and, you know, um, receive the feedback from the manager about those same pieces mm-hmm. and go into the money conversation. Again, if it's part of that one sitting that you have, mm-hmm. um, that's what I've seen make it impactful. Yeah, go ahead. What, how do I know if when I'm leaving my review, if it's been a successful one or not? Like how do they measure success of yeah. that meeting? Yeah. So if you, when you walk out of that room, if you know where uh, you have had, to, like you're aligned on successes that you've had, um, that you understand maybe areas of opportunity or development um, areas. When you also know, okay, these are the things that, these are the next steps. Like, you know, the next steps, like either this is when we're going to have the next conversation about compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when we're going to have, or, or our next step is to schedule a conversation about our goals for the next year. Um, or sometimes it's, these are the things that we're going to uh, commit to working on together for the next year. Again, it just depends on what all is you're able to, to incorporate into that conversation. But when you walk away, knowing where you stand, knowing what the next steps are, that's actually a really um, good review. And you may not agree with everything, but you at least know where you stand. And then there's a next step, mm-hmm. the next step in terms of addressing those whatever those things are, be it, I'll come back to you on the money request that mm-hmm. you have. Um, we can schedule more time to talk through the constructive feedback, like whatever it is, you just need to walk away knowing what to expect next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a positive review. And then to like, lastly, are there things that you think people should just keep top of mind going in that we haven't already covered? Oh, keep top of mind. Um, you know, I, I honestly, I just can't focus on this or bring this up enough. Like, really do the homework. Like, set aside your time to lay out what your accomplishments were or and the areas that you want to focus on for next year. I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's really, really, really important to just do your work ahead of time so you show up prepared for that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen it where that has not happened. I've been guilty of that earlier in my career, not coming prepared, not being able to, to advocate for myself. When you have it in front of you, um, when you've done the work to even build it out, like list it out, honestly, it, it can take you to a place of this higher level of confidence going into that meeting. Like, you know what you've achieved Mm -hmm. and you can talk through those things. So do the homework before to prepare yourself to come in and have that conversation. Don't just, don't, don't wait for someone else to advocate for you or don't wait for the manager to just tell you everything that they think you should have your perspective. So you, you, do what you need to do ahead of time so you, you have your perspective so you're advocating for yourself. And then the last question That's just I know that with me very early in my career, this was a thing like 
how do you keep your emotions uh-huh. out of it? Because let's say you yeah. said your manager says something to you, and you like, what are, what are you talking about? Like, how do you make sure that you stay on the strategy that you've already prepared for yourself and you don't let something that's said that you may or may not agree with derail your entire plan that you've been working on for two months before this meeting? Exactly. Yes. So it is difficult. And I'll say early on in my career, too, it was tough. Um, If you don't agree with something that is said, if you have it available, a way to, you know, counter that, like if you, again, laid it out, if it's something that you might anticipate, maybe you won't, but you might anticipate it. If you've done your work, then you have something to respond back. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's unexpected, you can you can respectfully ask for, okay, I have a different uh, recollection of that, but I don't have that information in front of me. So might we put this on hold and come back to this? Because I'd mm-hmm. like to make sure that we can really have a discussion about this, mm-hmm. you know, and keep it moving, you know, past. Um, all of this is easier said than done because we don't always know what we're going to do when emotions are involved. Yeah. But feel yourself, you know, um, building up that emotion. Just ask for time to go back and process this. Mm-hmm. And then let's have a conversation at whatever said time. And mm-hmm. I've actually seen that play out very well. Mm. The two folks came back together. That was about a week. But when they came back together, the employee was armed with whatever. Those things that mm-hmm. they didn't agree with, they did their homework, they came back, and mm-hmm. it was countered. Mm-hmm. And the manager actually ended up changing their uh, performance review rating. In another mm-hmm. situation, the employee didn't come back or didn't have anything to counter it and actually admitted that, oh, Actually, you're right. This, this, that, and the other happened. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have their performance rating um, reviewed, but they did the work. And actually, just the fact that they did the work and then came back and actually had a professional conversation went a long way to building yeah. that relationship with that manager. So, yeah. And what I've also seen work is asking clarifying questions, That's right? Right. Because- you can typically, if you thought through this for real, clarifying questions could get that person to the place where you are without you like going off. And then right. also asking for examples. Examples. Right? If somebody says something that you don't agree with, maybe there's a different perspective that you don't have. And so mm-hmm. if they give you an example, it may help you see why they see things in the way that they do. And then you can try to get back on love. But clarifying questions and examples... Absolutely. Those proof points. Like, you know, I miss deadlines and you don't think you miss deadlines. Can you give me an example of a couple of times where, because you may have forgotten, they may, (laughs) people are human, right? right. We got to give each other grace in these settings, but Mm -hmm. clarifying questions and that's right. That's Um, right. You come back with the receipts (laughs) if you have to step away. But something to remember is in order to be able to come back with receipts means you need to be keeping receipts. And That's so right. during the course of the year, and we say this all the time on the podcast, it is your responsibility to keep track of your achievements, not your boss. That's right. It makes the homework much easier when you are preparing yourself for that conversation. Mm-hmm. Because they're keeping their own receipts for their own review, right? They are mm-hmm. not keeping your receipts for your review. Like they got, they have That's reviews too. That's right. That's right. You better believe they're keeping their own receipts. So, 
You're exactly right. Prepare all year long. All year long. <laughs> and then that's right. And then when you're you're ready to go in, have it consolidated right there for you. Um, absolutely. That is key, key advice. Well, those are all of our questions. Thank you so much for this. I'm sure if people want to connect with you, where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me on LinkedIn. It's J-A-I Brown, like the color. Um, you can also email me jai.brown at bmo.com. Um, I love to do coffee chats or even virtual coffee chats or um, even phone calls. So please reach out to me any, anytime. I'm more than happy to, to help navigate through your, your career conversations. Thank you, ma'am. So I hope you have pages and pages of notes that help you prepare. Um, start preparing now for your year in review. You know that I like to end each of the episodes with three things that I learned from um, the episode and from this office hours. I think the first thing is that preparation is key. Start preparing as early as possible for your conversations with your managers at the end of the year just to make sure that you are prepared. Second, it is your responsibility to keep track of your achievements. Your review is not the time to be humble. Make sure that you have the data and the the not evidence, but that you have the proof to support the things that you want. Um, and then a successful review is when you leave with clarity on what next steps are, whether it's things that you need to work on and improve on or whether it's things that are going to come and change within your um, the scope of your responsibilities. But thank you, Jay, so much for making the time. As always, if you want to keep the conversation going, text CLIMB to 66866 or join us in our Facebook group. And until next time, thank you for listening.